I'm walking in. Jersey Shore. Keep doing that. Keep doing This is your song. I think if I'm right, you said when you and Susan first met. Yes. This was the song that was on. We're just trying to relax. We turn it on. This is such a specific time in culture for the Jersey Shore, too. It's like... It was, okay, this is the sad thing, is they dominated for a long time. It was like very end of MTV's dominance, especially in terms of reality TV show. But this was like the last great, great in quotation marks, reality TV show from MTV. And they just, they owned it. They're still around. They did what like is a on revisit. MTV? Um, it's ridiculousness over Thrill and over yeah, and over right. and over and over again. That yeah. dude's getting paid. Is he? <laughs> Yes, I Durant, mean, Durant. yes, but it's also like, who's watching <laughs> <For> Van Halen? <laughs> ridiculousness over and over again. No one. Well, even if they're not, he got the contract that no matter what happens, that dude's getting paid. So that was just them. They just go party and hang out. That's and it. Yes. and being ridiculous and uh, you know, Snooki extra. I remember, like, I remember the situation. I remember Snooki. There were <laughs> three guys and two girls. I want to say something. Like I think that. three and three. Yeah, it was a three and three. Yeah, three. And yeah, three. I. I, I, one of them were one of the couples were dating. They were on and off. And okay. what was the DJ's right. name? I'll watch it tonight. Mm-hmm. But there was also the note. You know, it's like this very famous note that was that was uh, given to someone. It's like uh, explaining that someone cheated on someone else. And people like people my age. DJ Polly. DJ, DJ Polly. Polly D. People. <laughs> people my age. I like age that your will, head went back when you said you're like Polly D. Like, you you channeled Emily's Jersey guy. It was great. Yeah, but Uh. people my age will have, like, you know how college kids have, like, tapestries and stuff in their dorms and their uh, apartments? They have a tapestry of just the note. And I can't Uh. read the note because there's some inappropriate things on it, but uh, go look it up. Ronnie and Jenny, they were a thing. Yep. Remember Vinny? I don't. (laughs) JWoww? Cousin, I, that, that Cousin rings Vinny? a bell. <laughs> J Wow, the situation. Who was the the Snooky. Uh, Snooky. Snooky, Snooky for sure? And who was the DJ? DJ Pauly D. Hey yo, <laughs> This guy's head goes back. It does. It's like you become a different person when you just say the name. Don't you? Don't you agree? It almost has to. <laughs> if I said DJ Pauly D, not good enough. DJ You're right. Pauly D. You're right. <laughs> It, it may, you kind of lean in. You should do. We do me a favor. You do the rest of the show as, as DJ, DJ Pauly. <laughs> yes, exactly. please. Yeah. Well, he didn't really have. Of all of them, wasn't the situation the worst of his uh, mannerisms and everything else? I honestly don't know. <laughs> well, they fist bumped. That was the main thing. It's like you fist oh, bump yeah. over and over again. Yeah. What a just disaster. So DJ Pauly D sits down on a seaplane next to Dean Spanos. What happens? Hey, you. <laughs> hey, you want a pretzel? <laughs> Some prosciutto. <laughs> uh, that makes me want to go watch it tonight. You should. You should do the show as DJ Pauly D. I really want more of that. Who are you going to be? I, I don't know. Be... I know the names, but I don't yeah. know what anybody sounds like. You should be Snooky. I'd be happy to be Snooky. What did she say? She have a, a catchphrase? She was crazy. I can't remember it if there if there was one, but uh, she was like, "Where's the beach? Where's the beach?" And she was on the beach, oh and she was God. like, "I'm looking for the beach." And then Bro, she they would get just get off by they a would get so trashed, and the cameras of MTV was like, "Perfect, roll. This is as good as it can be." Almost getting the fights and this and that. Yeah.
I'm going back to. I, I don't know. I mean, I I was obviously alive while it took place. It really like the. I'm not. So your the dem- kids weren't watching it. You weren't watching it. I'm not the demographic for that type of show. Come it's on, not really my thing. I, my kids were too young. I disagree. It. You know, you said that uh, one of uh, the athletes was, "Hey, I'm turning 45. Should I ride a skateboard?" This yes. is almost a similar thing. I'm 45. Should I start watching Jersey Shore? Never a bad time. Is that was that one of those? Never uh, by the way, I watched. Most I started too late. I ended up falling asleep. Winning time. I watched episode about one? forty-five minutes of the first episode. What did you think of what you saw? Mm, I thought it was all right. I thought it was okay. I and, and I I don't know if this had something to do with it. The opening of the show where they're kind of going back to season one and they're kind of recapping you on everything. So they're just kind of trying to catch you up to speed. There was a little bit of like. Yeah, but I already saw all of this. There was a little bit of like, what really is going to change? How much different is it going to be? I don't know why, and I hope this changes as I watch the rest of it. It's a little disappointed. I thought it was just the only okay. scene that I was like super into. And don't get me wrong, I didn't, I didn't hate the opening episode. I just didn't love it. The the opening scene when it's them winning in the garden and they run to the bus and Riley yeah, was cool. Riley delivers the speech on yeah, the bus. Cool. I'm like. This is good. Like and the I, beers start getting thrown at the bus. I loved that scene. Yeah. I, I thought that was a really good scene. The rest of it kind of left me wanting a little bit more. Episode two I thought was terrific. Okay. I thought it was terrific. I think, M, you said it was hour 10 or something like that, episode one. So I got like 15 minutes left yeah, of episode one. it was 69 one. minutes. Okay, yeah. so you started watching it at 10.30. So here, here's what took me. It, it didn't grab me. Mm-hmm. All of the... What what we calling them, man? Like the, g- gimmicks? Yeah, the like not rooted in reality parts right. of it. That Cookie talking to an invisible Magic Johnson, his knee cast lipstick mark talking to him. Sure, the, all of the that, asides to camera, the, 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 breaking, the, the, the breaking of the fourth wall. I I don't mind one of the like. There's in episode two. There's a moment where Chick Hearn addresses the camera directly. That worked fine because it was one. It was short. It was quick. Not a big deal. Too many of those. But, it's, it was nothing but. Yeah, I know. It just felt like an endless, hey, let's see how quirky we can be. And and I'm okay with a quirk or two, but seven in a row? I think I only, the only part I thought was pretty funny, which was uh, such a, um, it was it was like a perfect setup for what's to come, was they're all playing Monopoly with the kids. That was a good scene. And, and the only reason scene. why he's like, hey, I'll trade you, you know, one of the worst properties from Monopoly. And Dr. Jerry Buss like, what the hell are you doing? He's like, this is what's wrong. They're like, Dad, we're just you asked just us to play game. game Monopoly. He's like, you got to go for the jugular. That was like one scene where I could see it was good. You got each the personalities of each uh, child kind of coming out in that moment. That that you're right. That was a good scene. I, I liked that too because it felt real. It felt like that's something that you know. I'm sure it was exaggerated. But I got a Monopoly too. Yeah, but yeah, it, it just like one. this is why this is never. And you can see it come like this is not good. Like don't let him do it. <laughs> like that whole don't let him ever be and, in charge. And he's sitting there saying like this is what's wrong with you guys. I've handed you guys everything. Yeah, you, so. get caught up. Get caught up. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch the rest of it. I'll, I'll get to. I'll get through episode two today. But, Emily, you said you did see the Johnny Menzel doc on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see Ryan Leaf and Marcus Spears going back and forth yesterday on Twitter about Mm-mm. that? It's interesting. Like, Mark, I'll summarize. Marcus Spears basically said, I liked it. And Ryan Leaf's point was, yeah, that that's the problem is no one's taking mental health 
issues seriously. This guy still doesn't have the support system he needs. He's still hanging out pounding beers with his buddies in the backyard throwing darts. Like, this is not a – Netflix exploited him is what he was saying. They kind of went back and forth. And not like in a hostile, aggravated way, in a we are looking at this very differently kind of way. And, well, and I, I kind of tended more towards the Leaf. Ryan Leaf portion I of it. I could see that. Because it was wildly entertaining. The, the days of college football and seeing – Emily and I were talking about this this morning. Seeing Johnny Football go into Tuscaloosa and beat it's Alabama. very cool. It's Amazing. awesome. Amazing. It's awesome. And he was a terrific college football player, just mm-hmm. absolutely electric. But when it starts to spiral out of control, you're hoping for – Okay, you know, he's think, contemplating suicide and all these things. Yeah. It's, it, it's very, very heavy. Yeah. And he's doing better, I guess. But then, like, the last couple scenes are sure. him and his buddies crushing beers in the backyard. He's, he's not working. It's like, it's pretty bleak. This does not feel like we had a happy ending. This feels like this is still a lot of but bad stuff to come. Also, life you're, and you're reality right. and documentaries. And but, I think that it's an interesting way to show that it's not over i don't think that netflix necessarily has a responsibility to treat him for mental health i don't know about that but like there's a way in which you can approach that subject differently I, I i agree it's not their responsibility but it may not be fair to exploit it either right, right? that it's not for them to get him into treatment or anything but he's an adult i'm sure he, he got paid for old? this too. I'm, I'm sure he did too and it's very entertaining but the thing that struck me was, dude, wh- what are you doing with your life? And you, the things you are doing, I don't know if these are super constructive for your long-term health. I can't remember if, because me, you, and Chris were talking about it. Predominantly, was more off-air, but I remember you saying, we, we actually talked about how the way it ended was a little surprising, and it didn't go very long, so it was one of those very rarely do you watch something and you're like, oh, I wanted more. Yeah. I didn't know it was done. A lot of times, they just squeeze every amount that they possibly can but there was a little bit and I could see that the Ryan Leaf portion of it here's somebody that can maybe relate to an extent with Johnny Manziel so if they're going back and forth and you're saying no I'm leaning a little bit more towards Ryan Leaf Ryan Leaf sounds more sympathetic unfortunately I watched it with more of an entertainment perspective wow this is interesting oh my gosh look like this guy was the absolute man in college. How cool was it when he used to he embrace the I'm getting the paid. NCAA. Yeah, he's it's like, like good. I'm gonna stick it to him. I'm good. gonna find ways to make money. You're making yeah. money off me. I'm gonna. But when the dust settled, there was a little bit of. So what's he doing now? He's only 30 years old. Mm-hmm. So and if he's 30 years old in some of those scenes that you're talking about, it looks like he's still in a frat house. Not literally, but that lifestyle. All right, is he good? Okay, what is he doing? But it's very easy to just say, and and you know, I think this is just us. We watched it, we consumed it, we walked away and said, "Cool, that was awesome." What's next? But with it, but with or without this documentary, this that would have been his life either way. So I don't understand why it's bad on Netflix for showing no, that. No, no, I, 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 think- I think the documentary is good to highlight. I, I, I think for Johnny Manziel, I have more sympathy towards him than I would have before the documentary and was his, there. And his name is out there and things are out there that maybe people could reach out to him and maybe. whatever else. But I, I want to answer the question you just asked, though. Yes. That And I'm, being de- I'm playing devil's advocate here because I, I liked it and it was entertaining and I did like it, but there's a difference between telling a story and exploitation. And and if it's just, hey, let's get this guy unraveling and then show him that we're just kind of where we are. He's, he's in a better place than he was. And, and I don't think that he was exploited, like explo- 
It wasn't this, hey, man, you're doing this guy dirty. It, I didn't get that sense at I didn't all. get that either. They weren't, I, like, putting it at his brink. They weren't no. pushing him past what he seems like he wanted to say. I agree, but I completely understand where Ryan Leaf is coming from. I completely understand yeah, yeah. The, the instinct of, hey, listen, this is not just, okay, we're done here, wrap, okay, let's go. That I think what he was saying is that guy still needs some a sports system. He Good still Ryan needs Leaf. somebody in Absolutely. his life because as you watched it, when he was at a at the beginning, Kevin Sumlin, Cliff Kingsbury, his buddy Nate, right? And then mm-hmm. the, everybody in that chain from the Browns to everywhere else, like nobody had that dude's best interest in mind. Mm-hmm. Nobody. And everyone's like, let's go to Vegas. Let's party. Let's spend the money. Let's do that. No one was saying, hey, dude, are you, are you good? Are you okay? Do we need to get this squared away? And it still doesn't feel like that. Ultimately, he became an entity, and he became a product of – People trying to take advantage of the product. And listen, I'm not I'm not taking anything away from him, but the Ryan Leaf piece of it, Ryan Leaf is probably one of the few athletes, especially in the NFL, a former quarterback that can sympathize with him. Sure. Uh, if, if anybody's going to do and it. And has struggled with mental health issues. I, I would. I, I like that it's coming from Ryan Leaf. And yeah, both of these I things can be true, and I think that yep. it's one way of saying you're getting people to watch this documentary because it is entertaining. You think that story at that point in time in our sports world is interesting. And it might make people think about when we have these, what we call them, crazy characters in our sports world, that maybe there is more going on underneath the surface. And so I think both it can be entertaining and that there is something that you can see, like maybe I should treat more people with kindness, etc. I think that's well said. I think that's exactly, I think that's the point that Leaf was getting at. Yeah. And- it was also really fun to watch. It's great. Though. I can't wait but, for football. Yeah, no, it was, it was a great, great piece. It, really, I, really, I really, really good liked piece. It. I, mm-hmm. I really, really liked it, and I, I hope they continue to do them because those untolds, the mouse, the palace was good. The Manti Teo one was good. It's good brand. This one is good. Yeah, it's a good it's, brand. It's a, it's a solid. solid I also show. I'm going to watch one on DJ Polly D. <laughs> <laughs> the untold story. You could do the reenactments of DJ Polly D. <laughs> also, like I'm going to watch 300 before every single Rams game this year, hoping that it will change their fortune. Dude could play some football. Dude could. Dude That's was a cool story. Really, He's watching that really before good. that game. He was terrific. I, I it made you kind of like him a little bit, a little bit. Maybe not a lot, but definitely a little bit. All right, we'll go back to SC. We'll get into what they've got coming up in just a couple of weeks and what they've got coming up in about four months if everything goes right. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Oh, what are you doing, man? I'm just trying to make everybody cry today. (laughs) Uh, Come on, man. 
cat's cradle, got some slip into my fingers. Just, just think about you and your parents, your relationship parents, and your relationship to your children. Through the like glass. Yeah. Through the glass. We <laughs> hold it hands and... Really get in on this. Come on. No, thank you. <laughs> she plays the music and then we all get close to each other. She's like, I'm good. So, so this is emotional manipulation at its finest. <laughs> it's only the second day of school. <laughs> Tomorrow. Hey, Dad, can I borrow the car? Exactly. It's coming. Dad, it's coming. Can I borrow the car? Yeah. There Where are you going? I'm going to pretzel with water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, did, did you even have like a half a second? Like, have I made a mistake here? <laughs> like, as lovely and wonderful and intelligent and successful as she is, you say, I don't know if this is going to work out. She didn't get the cheese for the pretzel. Still thinking about it. Yeah. Still thinking about times. everything. There yeah. are times. I've been, I've been happily married for, what, this year will be 27, eight years, something Here's the like worst. that. The worst part is walking up the stairs, you know, where probably i guess you could say 15 stairs up something like that for the section that we're in i'm looking at one hand i just see one hand with a pretzel i'm like what's the other hand have no the other hand's like this you know it's just like come on, like, what the hell is going on here there's some you know may, hopefully this is just one of these things that is just you learn to live with the the, the differences in your life i've probably made so many awful food decisions that <laughs> It's fair that she can have a couple of those. Jorge, do you have do you have one of those that's just? I, I'll give you mine. To I'm going to tell Michelle today when I get home. Travis thought I should break up with you because of the cheese Not break situation. Up, but it's oh, like, that's a little extreme. Because do, do of you, the cheese situation. Do you have? Can you to cut just, that clip for me? It is a red flag, though. Do Do you have to just learn to live with it, or do you try to change it? It's one of those. Because here, here's something that I've learned to live with, and it's stupid and it's meaningless, but it still bothers me, and it's bothered me, you know, two or three times a week for the last 25, 30 years. Aside from what she has in the garage, <laughs> that I've come to grips with. I know it's not going to change. It bothers me, but I've come to grips. Yeah, the dishwasher, like, oh, it's not organized. You, you, you could put it the way that <laughs> she does, and you get like seven things in it, or you could do it the way that I do it, and you can get like 20. seventy things. Okay, in what it. is the deal with that? I, it, how are you not putting them in organized? <laughs> Somebody understand? Help me understand how. There's literally it's it's perfectly set up to have it organized. They have different little configurations to do these things, and I'll say to her, "Say, do you want me to make you like a video for this so that when you do it, <laughs> well, that's you, not going to help." It, and yeah, it's a terrible thing help. to say, and she yeah. gets mad every time. And I think it's funny, and it's not. And then we do that thing, and thirty years later, we still argue about the same thing. Yeah, the dishwasher. Come on, Just, bro. oh no, Brenda calls it Mexican Tetris because you stack <laughs> them as as many as possible for you to like. But is she is she doing it to yeah, where? Yeah. Okay. So this is the way we do the way we do it is in the morning we get some dirty dirty dishes obviously yeah. breakfast whatever mm-hmm. she'll put them in there, and then she'll spray them with like we have this system like mm-hmm. we spray them with extra dish soap whatever yeah. right and then we it's put a seven soap. step hold system on, on, they on, have it right so, there but we organize it and then after lunch we it kind of fills up and then it goes into the washer, and that's it. You're but a, we don't. But we don't do seven dishes at at, at, a, at once. No, we do yeah. more than seven. Hey, can you not put my uh, my nice cutting boards and knives in the dishwasher, please? <laughs> Guess what's in the dishwasher? Probably the knives. Const- the knives the and nice, the wooden cutting yeah. boards. It's yeah. like the, these these are things. I, there's like three things on earth I'd like to take really good care of. This is these are two of them. Can you not put those in there? Guess where they are? In there. <laughs> <sighs> She's putting clothes in there. It's a lot. She's like, ah, there's space. <laughs> there's never space. There's like there's like seven water bottles in. in Why is there a it. jacket in here? Yeah, but to your point, like, what bothers me is when she's in the kitchen and I'm in the dining room, and my take would be in the living room, and she'll be screaming, "Hey, what do you want?" For-? I'm like, "Why are you screaming? Oh. Stop screaming!" 
Like we're here. Like you can talk to me. Like hey, okay, can I you think, hand me a glass of water, something. Do you guys share this with me as well? Are your ears sensitive because of what we do? I'm going deaf, and I'm not even being funny here. I'm okay. losing, I'm losing my hearing. All right, so you're losing, but are you sometimes, you know, loud noises, are you a little more sensitive too? I don't hear them. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. That's that's a great answer. <laughs> so I'm, I'm more what? sensitive. <laughs> I'm more sensitive to stuff. Like just I think at certain times, whatever it is, I'm more sensitive in a lot of it because of what we do. And she will, it's like there's a wrestling match going on in the kitchen or in the in the bathroom. And then, and every time, like, can you just, when you close the, the cabinet or something, just a little softer would oh, be don't great. Don't slam it. Don't, yeah. But she's not even, and she's just thinking, like, no, I'm just doing whatever I'm doing. I'm closing. I'm this, I'm that. I'm like, my ears are demolished. I'm sitting in the family room watching TV, right, watching a Dodger game or whatever. And here's what I hear from the other room. Hey, mm-hmm. I, I, I can't hear you. If you're saying something to me, you need to come into this room. Like, hey, I, I can't he- forget it. I, I just I, I can hear that when she gives up. <laughs> like, I, I, I hear that part of it. It's like, I can't hear you. You're awesome. There's two walls between us. I can't hear what you're telling me. That's I'll do it myself. Okay. Yeah, cool. No, I, I, the screaming <laughs> worked out. You guys got to stop. I'm next to you. Don't scream. Oh, that's like, good. That's one of those. Go deaf. We should do like <laughs> seriously every day. We should or, a couple times a week, just like two, three things that we could just bitch <laughs> and complain we, about. Hey, look. So, By the way, can you space. imagine if they were doing it? They would. I'm so much more annoying than she is. Not me. Okay. I don't think I've ever made a mistake. <laughs> That's what I think. <laughs> the fact that the Call fact Susan that right I'm now. complaining. <laughs> Oh, Susan, Susan and I, we had a great conversation. Michael's I'm sure you did. At MTs. I'm sure you I'm did. Like, so, I could write a whole book about <laughs> you. <laughs> she'll give it up. She'll she'll See. tell you what she thinks. When I when I told Susan, I'm like, uh, so you guys are thinking about Fresno. <laughs> right. This guy just come back from Fresno. You talk about how you liked Lovely. it. And you're like, hey, you know what? Maybe this might be a good place Clovis, to call it quits. Yes. <laughs> to call it quits. A lot cheaper. It's this, it's that. When I mentioned it to her, she was like, uh, please don't listen to that man. Oh boy. Be sure to join 710 for our summer tradition at Hollywood Park Casino. It is the ultimate fantasy football draft party. It's this Friday starting at 4 p.m. at Hollywood Park Casino. Join Beto Durant, Kirk Morrison, DeMarco Farr, Marcus Grant, producer Lindsey Baseball, corporate Greg, and Morales. And DJ Pauly D. Live for a party party. Oh, party. This Friday at 4 p.m. at Hollywood Park Casino. Hollywood Park Casino. Eat, drink, draft. SC opens with San Jose State here in mm-hmm. just a couple of Saturdays. We're we're just about here. College football's here. That's great. It's great, great something to do on on Saturday afternoon. The games are always exciting. But SC in one year, Al. Yeah. Think about a year ago. We're sitting here going, I don't know what it's going to look like. Probably be, it'll be better. We know that Clay Helton is gone, and that obviously didn't work out great. And they got a a, a coup in signing Lincoln Riley. They but it was also, can you give it some time? Let's For you sure. know, let this guy get, bring in his own people, all that stuff, all his own recruits. Stuff. We how the question was, how long is this going to take? Mm-hmm. Hey, is it? Are we being overly ambitious in saying by year two or three that you know they're back to where they should be? Well, it took them one year. Mm-hmm. It took them one year to put another Heisman Trophy in Heritage Hall. It took them one year to be in the conversation of national cha- – now, they spit the bit at the end. They they blew it. They lost to the, Pac, uh, the Pac-12 championship to Utah. They blew their bowl game against Tulane. They didn't finish on a high note. But they were in the mix yep. right up until the end. What if 
this season ends with something other than a title because and i'm not even talking necessarily about a national championship pack 12 title being in the final four okay being in the final four because here here's what's going to be true next year caleb williams is going to be in the nfl Mm -hmm. you're going to be in the big 10 so your best player is gone yep and the level of competition week in and week out has gone up no question about it so whatever opportunities are in front of you now would be a really good time to punch that Mm -hmm. ticket because you have Caleb Williams will probably be the number one pick in the draft if he stays healthy you go into a much tougher league this is this is the time to make whatever money you're going to make metaphorical winning money this is the time because next year's gonna be a lot harder all right let me throw this at you they make it to the college football they're in that top four right yep and they're out in the first game they don't get to the national championship yep Good season, you good? Season. Great season. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> this is with them losing the first game. Great yeah. season. They don't make it to the college football championship. They get to the Rose Bowl. They're in the Rose Bowl, and they win the Rose Bowl. Good season or no? Good season. I say good season, too. Yeah. Okay? And I, I'm, I'm those not— those are the only two outcomes that you're like, okay. I'm not trying to downplay yeah. USC, and I'm not—what are they coming in? Number six in the six. country? Something like that. I'm not trying to downplay USC. I'm not trying to downplay— that SC is one of the few college football programs where it's it's win a national sure. championship. However, there's a process, I think, to get there. And I think just put the process aside. I agree that this might be their best shot of doing it. For a while. Now the college football is going to expand as well, so the playoffs going to expand, so that's going to be a little bit different. But this year might be their best chance, I still think, you make it to the college football champion. You make it to the the final four. It doesn't matter what happens after that. I think if you make it to the Rose Bowl and you win, it's still a successful season. I agree. Anything anything that doesn't reach that, um, that's probably a, a tougher pill to swallow. Wanna, that's that's expectations Lincoln Riley's given. I want to flip it on you a little bit. I want to ask okay. you. So, you get to the final four. Okay. You had a couple of close calls along the way, but you won. You won. Say you lost one or none. Because okay, that's probably what it's going to take to get in. Zero or one losses to get in yeah. uh, to the Final Four. But you had a couple of wins where you won the game 48-45. to 45. Sure. You had a couple of those. Mm-hmm. You get into the National Championship semifinal game, and you lose a game 51-48. to 48. Sure. Is that a good season? Where Georgia or Alabama or it, LSU like you're, just – You're yeah. with them off – you're touchdown, touchdown, but they're just running you up and down the field, and that Lincoln-Riley mm-hmm. thing of we couldn't get off the field once is true all over again. Is that a good season? Yes. It is? If, yeah, I think even it if is. you're out in the exact same way and you got in by the skin of your teeth in the exact same way that the problem that we all know that they're going to have all yeah. season long is the problem they're going to have all season long where look, they don't have to give up 7 points a game, just don't give up 40. Can I can I ask you this question? Do you think that's addressed at this point? I know they didn't do anything. It's my point. So like I think that's the expectation anyways. I think the expectation anyways is you're going to have 48-42 games that you're going to have to win by You have one or two of them but you can't the 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 only time you lose can't be because if you if SC loses to I'll pick a team UCLA mm-hmm. they lose to them 24 to 21 that's fine that it happens that's a football game it happens but if you lose to Utah 49 to 47 that's a problem mm-hmm. because that's the way you always lose to the problem is i don't know if like you said why does that change this upcoming year i'm why this upcoming year his whole coaching career mm-hmm. this has been the way that it's gone factor cap coming up next it's travis lee 710 espn 
We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Welcome to Factor Cap. Hey, guys. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we got Greg in the house. Uh, I love that drop, uh, by the we way. Were, we drop. were complaining a little earlier about just our significant others doing things. Uh-huh. Chrissy probably made the best point and dropped the mic, so I'm going to shut the hell up. She said, Lady Slee has to deal with Alan Sliwa having Thai food delivered to another Thai restaurant. I think she could get a break with a pretzel with no cheese. We'll leave that one Look, alone. You made, no a, cheese? You, you made a mistake. She made a choice. How idiotic was my mistake? It's a mistake. It happens. It's a, it's a kind of a goofy mistake. I had to go to another Thai restaurant that was closed to pick up my Thai food Look, that was sitting I, on a did bench you outside. I'm trying did you to deliver it to another you. Thai restaurant so they were dueling Thai restaurants? Like you put in the wrong I created a war between these two Thai restaurants in Pasadena. Had you chosen to do that, then that's on you. She chose not to get the cheese. It's a problem. That's a mistake. Uh, Happened. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> Michael Sarah is in a new movie called The Adults, and in the movie he does a impression of Tony Soprano, and I'm going to play it for you right now. It's actually pretty good. All due respect, you got no f-ing idea what it's like being number one. Every decision you make affects every facet, every other f-ing thing. So that's Michael Sarah doing his uh, Tony Soprano impression. So it's a pretty good impression, and you could do a better impression than Michael Sarah. Travis, Patrick Cap. Cap, Cap. You asked two questions in there, and they're yes. both Cap. Um, I don't think it's a good Tony impre- Soprano impression. And it's more I, Pesci. And, and I can't yeah. do a better yeah. one because I don't have that <laughs> thing. What makes Gandolfini or made Gandolfini is that deep, uh, hostile, terrifying growl that he had. Michael Sarah's Michael Sarah, right? Mm-hmm. He's he's the exact opposite of that, and you can hear it in his voice. So double cap. Berg? Yes, it is cap. I thought it was a fi- it was fine. It wasn't like a great impersonation, but the problem is that you can tell it is somebody doing an impersonation of something else. Like it's not. It doesn't sound like oh wow, that's really good. That sounds like James Gandolfini. No, it sounds or Tony Soprano. It sounds like Michael Sarah doing James Gandolfini. I cap for me, but I do know somebody who I work with who has an unbelievable Jersey accent. I work with her about five days a week. Her name's Emily. Emily, I think you could do a better impersonation than that right there. A, the ducks. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you come back with. That was clean too, Jorge. Yeah, but it's not working. Oh. Oh. Now you guys hey, know forget what I'm about it, huh? About. What are we talking about here? We can't can't do it. Emily can. <laughs> Carmella. I Carmella. That's good. My favorite part about your Carmella. your Jersey accent is that you just name things. <laughs> you know, like you just <laughs> name objects that are in the show. <laughs> A it's, stapler. It's my best friend. Terrific. Ducks. We got some Carmella. cheese over here. It's like I was you, I was I panicking because I, I couldn't it. remember a, a a line from Tony, so I just knew that he is obsessed yeah, with I'm, I'm going to give you the line. <laughs> I'm going gi- okay. to give you the line, and, t- and then you deliver it in the accent. You act like butter wouldn't melt in your mouth. 
You act like butter with a melt in your mouth. I don't know. <laughs> it's not good. Hey, <laughs> but, the hey the I dogs. like butter with a melt in your mouth. <laughs> uh, I'm a Mario. Um, <laughs> okay, Jorge? Uh, no, Cap, I've, shocker, I've never seen The Sopranos. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So, I, yeah, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you gotta see it. You gotta watch it. You really do gotta watch it. It's nah. really, it's it's good. Me. It's really Did good. you not hear the man say, "Who cares?" <laughs> yeah, who cares? It's always you, you have no cabin in the Godfather. Yeah. Is the, Godfather? Is the yeah, I was gonna say, is this the equivalent of Funches and Godfather? Oh, no, it's no, not. I can't. Funches. No, no, no. He I hates him, it. I, I I saw him yesterday. I told you, Al. They keep Funches made a sandwich shop recommendation that I tried the other day. Not not good. Oh no! And I told it. I said, "Hey, I went to that place. You made you go. What do you think?" I said. <laughs> not great. He, he was, was devastated. Yeah. I felt bad. But, you know. At least you were honest. Gotta be honest. Yeah. All right. So, uh. Not to to game, I, I loved it. <laughs> it's great. The ducks. <laughs> That's just All so right. random. <laughs> so, Mookie Betts was on his social media Mookie and he Betts. shared a story. I'm going to play the story for you now. Back a couple weeks ago, I was on deck and this guy was started talking to me. He said, Mook, if you hit a home run, I'll name my daughter, her middle name, Mookie. And I heard this and I I laughed and he said he was serious. And so I turned around and told him, nah, don't do that, bro. Don't do not do that. And he said, no, nah, I'm going to do it. And I said, your wife wouldn't like that, bro. Don't do that. He said, no, nah, I'm going to tell her. So I think he, was, he may have been on the phone with her. So then that as bad as when I hit, I think the first home run I've hit in my career, a couple weeks later, I see on Twitter the birth certificate for Francesca Mookie Mancuso. <laughs> Shout out to you, Giuseppe. Uh, I can't wait to meet Francesca. And uh, I, that's going to be my girl. That's going to be my girl. Okay, so here's my statement. So you would be okay So asking your partner to have the situation happen. Ask your partner, say, hey... I was in this Mookie Bet situation. Can we name our little girl? Polly D. Polly D. <laughs> Mookie. <laughs> so you'd be okay asking your partner that. Uh, Berg, let's start with you. Uh, fact, I'm totally fine asking the question. And when she tells, <laughs> when she point. shuts me down immediately and, and I says, no, I say, all right, I asked. And that's the end of it. I think it's kind of cool. I mean, as long as she was cool, it's great. Was cool. It was a good. Was cool. It was a good story, and especially since he hit the longest home run of his career at that yeah. point. Like that was pretty cool. But yeah, I'm gonna ask. I'm not gonna get a yes, but I will ask. <laughs> Al, Cap, I'm not even gonna try. I mean, I think she's gonna be like, "What the hell <laughs> are you scared? talking about?" And then I'm gonna say, "Well, no, look, because look, this situation. I met him, DJ Pauly D. I met him. You remember him, right?" I think she's just going to say it's a stupid idea and she's going to probably have a lot better ideas. So why am I even going to waste my time asking? I go cap on this. Trev? Yeah, I, I, I'm with Greg. I think you can ask when you're deciding what you're going to name your kid. I think the only thing that you could ask for and fight for if you got a no is a family name. Right. Yeah. right. 100%. Like, 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 if, after if, my And that's what I would fight. Right. If, if you want to ask, if you want to say, I want to name my 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 son, I don't know your your daughter after my great grandmother for whatever reason, and it's an older name. It's kind of it's, you can fight for that one. Your favorite baseball player is a Harriet. tougher fight. Harriet, right? Harriet. Martha. Harriet. Martha. That was my Dot. I'm Doris. with you, but that, and I think that's why I fall into this. It's yeah. like that's a little. Your favorite baseball player would be a little more challenging to fight for. Now you could ask because if she goes, ask. yeah, cool, that's a cool story. All right, honey. In '96, <laughs> Wally Joyner had a hit. <laughs> And wow. I would really, really like Wally Sliwa. to name it Wally. I like you to name it Wally. 
Oh, <laughs> All right, Jorge, what about you? Uh, as somebody who's going to have a kid in a, uh, months, uh, I have no choice. Well, I, I have no option. I, I really can't tell her what to name the kid. We've you have talked, a say. I like, mean, we do. We yeah. we, but I can't tell her. Hey, I want her to name. Hire an attorney. I want you to name him Messi. You're like, <laughs> she's gonna be like, heck no. Why Messi? Like, I, I, I yeah. No. Fan cap. But what about like little Leonella or something no, like that? You know, she's she'd be like, you're oh, wow. crazy. Yeah, okay. Leonella Briones. Yeah. No, get no. out of here. <laughs> How about Debo? Go straight to 49ers. Okay, how about Kittle? Go, go, go. Birdie. Birdie. Uh, yeah. Birdie Briones. Birdie. Oh, goodness. What if the sad thing is, what if she liked it? She's like, she's I got to like it. That that's it's a good one. Then that you're in. Hormones flowing up there. Then he has a bad season. <laughs> and then he uh, just starts playing awful. So last night was the second episode of Hard Knocks premiered. And in that episode, a lot of things happened. We'll talk about a little bit about it later. But uh, one of the things that happened is that McDonald, who is a rookie this season, was just recently drafted by the, the Jets, went to a te- uh, piercing shop and got multiple piercings in the course of being interviewed and uh, on the show. What type of piercings did so he get? So he got a uh, eyebrow pierce and he got a- another nose piercing. Okay. Um, so here's multiple. my statement. You would rather... Get an eyebrow piercing than a tongue piercing. Slee, fact or cap? <laughs> so, fact is eyebrow, cap is tongue piercing. I'll go cap. At least tongue, I'm hiding it. I, it's, I, but I, you I, always have to be worried every figure, time you eat food. I figure it's you better eat here. It at some point. <laughs> I, you fi- talk I figure differently. it's better here than it is going to be here. I'm going, I'm going with wow. the tongue. Going with All the right. tongue piercing. Trav? What do I talk about most on this show? That you wanted food. 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 Yes. Food. I'm not messing with the thing that I eat food with. <laughs> Give me the face piercing. What if it helps? Yeah. Yeah. What if over time? I'm not, I like how I eat right now. I'm good. I do not want to mess up, mess up the program at all. I'll do the eyebrow a hundred times out of a hundred. What I'm about if you shave a little part of your eyebrow too, like uh, Berg had to do? Oh, uh, we oh, did yeah, the racing yeah. shave. Yeah. 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 I'm not messing with my tongue. It's too important to me. All right, Berg. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's the eyebrow piercing because of the same thing. And also, you don't realize that what we do for a living here, Slee, is talk on the radio. Yeah. So if you have a tongue piercing, two weeks, but then there's like the hole and the food and all that. So you have to constantly clean it out or it gets gross. Like there's a lot of stuff, <laughs> bad stuff that goes on. You're going to eat it. You're not thinking about this really all the way through. Get the eyebrow piercing. You can, it's fine. Plus, your mouth's going to be so dry with a pretzel with no topping. Come on, bro. What's wrong with you, The pretzel was making you thirsty. No eyebrow? He got a glass of water with it. Leave the man alone. Yeah, so I had I had a nose piercing at a point in time in my life, and you can't even tell anymore. Like a bull or in the side? Uh, side. No, not a septum. You know what I meant. Septum. You know what I meant. I did not have a septum piercing. I had just a stud on the side of my nose. And it closed up, you can't even tell. So, again, you can take these you, out, things out. And, but the tongue, though, you could still tell if you people got their uh, tongue pierced. You can still tell, you said? Some people do. Oh. Uh, you, the, it does it not grow scars? back the same way. Yeah, it does not grow uh, the same way. I'm out. Yeah. yeah I, no, I'm thank out. you. Jorge, what are you, uh, eyebrow or I'm tongue? I'm with the eyebrow. Brenda, I used to have her lip pierced. When I met her, she had her lip pierced. And after one of those heavy petting sessions, she ended up eating it. She ended up eating it? <laughs> there, was there heavy petting? <laughs> yes, there was heavy petting. I was petting. not expecting was that. Not, <laughs> not expecting that. She ate it. Oh, uh, no. And she ended up, like, you know, eating the. <laughs> Look at Trap. There's a lot so of information right now. Every I'm time. not grossed out. What I am is I, I, just, I, I just had an experience I've never had in my life where 
800 thoughts came to my mind at the same time, and they just formed a clog in my brain, and I couldn't get any of them. Nothing. <laughs> like, I, 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 I'm going to need to process that, get back to me later about how she ate the, the lip piercing. I'm, I'm using I'm Greg's rattled. clip. There was there heavy Monday. petting. Wow. I good combo. On purpose. Wow. Good I, combo. Love, right I love that. The drop in. I, I still don't think there's anything wrong with heavy petting. Did the nose piercing hurt, Emily? Uh, no, it didn't hurt going. It didn't hurt getting it done. Didn't hurt uh, having it. I had to take it out for water polo. And then I worked at a summer camp with a lot of people from Texas A&M. And they would not let me have my nose piercing, so I took it out. It's got the bull one. <laughs> yes. No, I did you not have a septum piercing. You knew what I meant. Look, the, the idea to communicate is to communicate the actual visual. I succeeded. I stand by my <laughs> bull piercing reference. When I was in my early 20s, and then you can get going, my buddy of mine had the back of his neck tat, um, pierced. He had three bars in the sure. back of his neck. Sure. It was very strange. Yeah. Okay, I'm not even... Why? Because... He thought it was what cool. I don't know the answer to that question. We all know him. why. But you could you could you see them if you yes. have a sh- No, no, he's short hair. So when you walk around, he was just had bars in the back of his neck. You never thought about that. No, I didn't. This is <laughs> this is this <laughs> is new, new You never news considered to me. it. No. No. no like, where, where, do you just go to a normal piercing place? A normal to piercing get the, place. When you, you turn hey, 45, you I'd didn't like say I want to have bars that. in the back of my neck, please. Yeah, <laughs> I bet there wasn't a please in there. I just no. feel like anybody that's doing that is not yeah. a big please and thank just, you guy. Just demanding. <laughs> yeah. uh, what bars, would you like? Neck. Put the bars. In. Bars. Put the bars. Three. In. Hey, forget about it. All right, uh, hey, Emily. Ducks. <laughs> Emily, you saw Hard Knocks last night, right? I did. And the magician rattled you a little bit? Oh, my gosh. I need to talk about this musician. Not musician. Magician. Magician. Like Kreskin, not uh, Taylor Swift. Yes. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Ducks. The Pursuit. <laughs> Carmella. <laughs> You the orange like, juice, no pulp. Try to, yeah, some pulp. That's, <laughs> some that's, pulp. There you go. Yeah. I like the one that says some pulp. Yeah. This one has heavy pulp. What are you doing here? You act like butter wouldn't melt in your mouth. I'm not going to do that one. <laughs> I'm looking up 10 best tongue piercings in Pasadena. Knock yourself out. <laughs> Knock like yourself different out. locations on the few. tongue, or is it? Get a few. No, no just joke. locations. So you look like a t- uh, pin cushion in a tailor shop. You just got a bunch of them sticking out there. If like you would thing actually they wear on their wrist. If you would actually go get something pierced, I would have Carlo follow you around all over Pasadena yep. and just have you go to different places and get things pierced. I'm it would so be amazing. Sold. I'm so sold. I, it would be amazing. I'm not even kidding. You, you should do, do it. it. No, I'm, I have no interest in this. You're the one wanting to get your tongue pierced. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> you heard that, Carlo. You heard it. Yeah. He said I'm he's in. in. Get a nice tight shot when it's you know, 100%. Just wham. Zoom in more. <laughs> Sounds my awful. tongue. So you're checking out Hard Knocks, Emily. Yeah. I, I feel like I've seen Hard Knocks. I have not heard of any innovative moments, but you did tell me that they yes. had a magician on yes. the show for most of the show, or so you think. So they call him a mentalist. Mentalist. He's a magician. So it's the opening, like, cold open of this episode is they're in a meeting room, and this mentalist comes in and is doing a bunch of, like, I don't know. I'm just kind of amazed by magicians. I would never, I don't know. I don't really want to know how it happens. I want to have this still like belief in magic or whatever. Okay, but there's this <laughs> one scene where he's like doing like cards or something. And the guy, I, I, I don't know which jet player it is, but a jet player is like, okay, uh, the mentalist is like, so think of an animal. Think of an animal that has not been a mascot in the NFL. So guy thinks of an animal and uh, whatever. Then he goes to Aaron Rodgers, does a bunch of card tricks with Aaron Rodgers, who's sitting next to this guy. And then uh, guesses the right card, whatever. That's not as impressive. But then 
uh, he's like, so what animal were you thinking of? The guy goes, goldfish. And then an Aaron Rodgers' hand is a goldfish. Like, how does that happen? I don't understand. I was just, I mean, Hard Knocks had been that first episode, that first part of that episode. The, the, this falls into the category of it's cool. I don't know how you do it, but I know that there's a trick to it that I just don't understand. It's like watching an airplane fly. I don't know how an airplane flies, but mm-hmm. it does. And I can't explain it. I don't understand it, and I'm glad that it is. Jet fuel. And it works. But I don't understand. Like it's a magic trick. There's a thing that weighs nine billion tons in the sky. You that, see that, the thing. Uh, the thing. Uh, how it works is. <laughs> <laughs> see what it's happened physics. was. That, that, that's this, right? I don't know how he made the goldfish appear, but he has a trick. He he knows how to do a trick that the rest of us don't. But know I want to do. see it but again. But it's not magic. There's a, there's an account. I don't know what account it is, but there's a a dude on. It could be TikTok, YouTube, whatever it is, and he'll just. He'll do a car trick or he'll do some type of trick. And everybody's like, okay, how the hell did he do it? And then he'll literally right after that show you. Oh, no, I don't want to see that. Show you how he did it. It was whatever. You're hiding this, you're hiding that, whatever it is. And it was actually one of the coolest things to where, okay, hey, okay, now, super, now I don't look like a complete idiot. Two different type of people in the world, ones that want to know what how magic works and ones that just want to be amazed by it. And by the way, Emily, this guy's name is Oz Perlman. Sure. Oz Perlman. He actually came yeah, on Mason Island. Right. Yeah, remember Jorge yeah. when you were on Mason Island? He came on Mason Island on the show and, had, and did something with awesome. both Mason and Ireland and guessed like – their yeah, phone think number. of an athlete from you know whatever era you want, and I'll guess exactly who you're thinking about. And then he came on the air, asked John, "Okay, you're thinking of a pitcher, sure, uh, from whatever team? Yes, his name is you know whoever it was. You know, it was and like then, Nolan Ryan yeah, or exactly. whatever it happened to be. But he just he guessed it he's just by asking, conversation. I was just yeah. gonna say he's asking he's questions, asking to questions get there. but it's, it wasn't like normal questions like, well, is he from the '70s or is he? Really? He just was asking weird, random questions that got him to that somehow. Yeah, and so- I don't know how he did it. It's crazy. But it was pretty insane. There's also another part of the episode where he brings up a jet into the front area of this uh, auditorium, and he asks him, okay, so, like, something else, and then it's like, who do you want to play, who do you think you're going to play in the Super Bowl? And they have the Jets 49ers, and he asked him to go do guess the score, 31-21 Jets, whatever. Who knows if that's actually going to be the uh, score. But then he turns around this board, and he already had it printed on this board what the result was going to be. This stuff is crazy to me. It's a trick, right? And it's, it's a, a cool, trick, but it's, it's a cool magic. trick. It's a but cool she trick. said it best. She doesn't want to know. Yeah, I, so she just wants know? to. I I want to know. I want to know too. So I actually go on YouTube every once in a while. Like I'll watch a magic trick, and I'm like, you know what? I just really want to know how David Blaine did that. And I'll go on YouTube and type in how did David Blaine do blank? And it comes up. And no, and it does. It does step by step, and it shows you. I don't understand what they're doing. Yeah, yeah I can't yeah. figure it out. But I'm like, oh, okay, that's how that all works. And is then it, I'm done. Is it? But not, I, I still like I, it. I don't know. I, I don't know what I'm talking about right here. Let me clarify that before I even start what I'm about to say. <laughs> I have no idea. To me, it's like learning to play an instrument. I don't know how to play an instrument at all. I would never become a concert pianist or a, or a violinist. I could, I could never learn to do that. But there are some people that have a knack for it. And yep. then if you continue to hone your craft, you're an you, expert uh, at it. You become an expert at it. And then there are a very f- handful of people that are virtuosos. They're just so much better at that trick than everyone else has. Is that not what this is? It's just that a little bit of an a, illusion. You have a this, knack that, for it. Yeah. You can, you, you've got the right rap, you've got to be able to slide a hand or whatever it is. I just don't know how to do it, and I, no, I don't want to know because it's just—it's like building a box. I, it, it doesn't interest me. 
So you, you don't, don't even mean? want it. You don't. You just don't care how it's done. No. When it you happens, like when, it? when it happens, are you like, "Wow, that was really cool"? Or are you suspicious of? Okay, just show me how you did that. Neither. It's. I don't know how you did that, but I know I don't that care. there's a trick to you doing just it. Don't it doesn't care interest me. M, do you, why don't you want to know? Because I want to. It's not that big of a deal. So I want to live in the world. Where like magic exists, okay, guys. That's the world I want to live in. <laughs> that I don't want to. I don't need to know the answer to every single thing. I want to still be surprised by it. There's nothing wrong. Like, have you ever been to the Magic Castle? What in Disneyland is that? No, what no, it is? no, no, that's, no, here no that's here in Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, no. Oh, I've I've never been. There. You have to be invited in there by one of the music uh, magicians. I almost said musicians like you did, but like one of the magicians. I've always wanted to go, but it's supposed to be incredible. All these. Yeah, Jorge and I have a guy there. We'll just let us. You know what? I actually had a guy. I would have had a guy, but I never took the. I never took him on his offer. Like I had a guy invited me, but now I never went. It's if you got a guy, let me know at Bergman Greg or at Corporate underscore Greg. I want to go. It's <laughs> it's one of those things, right? If you're you either I've I know a lot of people that have gone, and it is one of two things. You thought it was one of the great nights of your life, or that's the biggest waste of time I've ever had. See, I think ever. you would be, it would be a waste of time for you. I don't, you just I can get, like, caught, I can get caught up in it. I get like, caught up in it. Yeah. Like, Emily, you know this. I like whimsy. <laughs> I, I, I like whimsy, and I just, that's just one of the things. That's cool. Like, if you like it, good for you. I'll skip it. You very interesting life. Uh, I like that. I like the yeah, things like, that I like. Like the Sopranos. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well said. It's time for 710 to get some fall interns. Are you a current college student or do you have one living in your house? They can apply for a paid internship and you earn college credits this fall at 710 ESPN. Go to ESPNLA.com to apply for that internship. Um, somebody told the truth about the Rams. It's the best assessment of this team I've heard so far. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.